is Popular Technology Radio, your source for the latest emerging tech and hot internet trends. Now, here's your host. Welcome, everyone, to Pop Tech Radio. This is part of our continuing coverage of the NAM Show. This is the Music and Technology Trade Show here at the Anaheim Convention Center. It's NAM 2019. I am joined by my good friend Mike Castanon for our continuing coverage. Mike, we are rocking it. That was a little Jimi Hendrix you heard coming in. Love it. Love, Love it. it with a with a Fender Stratocaster guitar through a Marshall amplifier. That doesn't get better than that. That is the key to rock and roll right there. That's right. What a great morning it's been broadcasting here and you know, to hear from David, of course, and Del Breckenfeld, as always, right? We've talked to him, I don't know how many times. That's right. They are coming up on the show. Always find our new friend David is from Harmon International. We're talk about a lot of stuff, and we're just going to reminisce about Woodstock. And, you know, the, the rock and roll business isn't that old. It's the 50th anniversary of Woodstock, but Woodstock was really the first big uh, festival concert where they really needed special amplification, and the book hadn't been written. That was the first really big show where they had to make noise for a hundred how many people were what's like a hundred thousand people more than that something Gosh, like I that more than that more than that so maybe two hundred thousand people so uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Woodstock and the technology that involved there and then we, we're gonna we're gonna go have our, a visit from our old friend Del Breckenfeld who was heavily involved in Bohemian Rhapsody the Queen movie that has been uh, I won a Golden Globe it's a super super popular you've seen the movie I've not seen the movie yet you've I, seen I it I have not seen oh, it oh you've not seen it okay I, neither of us have seen it my entire family has seen it and uh, Dell worked with the instruments the period correct instruments that Queen used in the day and so we're going to hear a little bit about that movie and, and working on that stuff and and it's just so fun to be here. You know, we've been talking. This is our third episode of, of the show, and it's fun to see old friends, and it's fun to hear about the new technology. And it's it's such a great time to be a music creator, a music maker, because everything is so relatively cheap. The tools are super powerful. You know, when you buy a Mac computer now, it comes with GarageBand for free, which is a super powerful digital audio workstation. I was wandering the show floor yesterday and saw a new line of digital pianos from Casio that sounded fantastic. They were super portable, 88 keys, weighted action like on a grand piano. They have two models. The, the first model is $599, and the top of the line is $699. Unthinkable. It is unthinkable when you have a quality digital piano. To have those those beautiful grand piano sounds, they have built-in speakers on them, and seven hundred bucks. I mean, it's just ridiculous. What did you pay back in nineteen eighty-two when we were playing at San Diego State? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I you know keyboard. I mean, I paid you know a thousand dollars for used gear at the time. You know, and that was a lot of money in nineteen eighty dollars or nineteen eighty-two dollars. And so when you think about the value of, of and, and you remember even guitars back in our day were seven or eight hundred dollars and yes. now you can get a quality a really good guitar for like four hundred bucks I think I had to rent an amp if I remember correctly yes you did I had to rent we didn't an amp. have we were didn't starving have students yeah and amplifiers now are relatively inexpensive and they sound fantastic and now we have modeling technology which allows you to to imitate some of the classic guitar amplifiers and a little and essentially a software and hardware combination Again, for relatively inexpensive, low amounts of money. And, you know, we, we just didn't know. That's just the way it was in those days. And here we are today with all of these tools. And they're all being shown here at the NAMM show. 100,000 people, a little bit more than 100,000 people are here today for the show. So it's pretty remarkable that it's a relatively small business. But it, it, 
as I like to say, it fights well above its weight because the influence of music and music creation goes well beyond this world. Hence, of course, the the, uh, the popularity of that Queen movie of, of Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm, looking so. forward to Yeah, we did, Del broke that with us last year. Yes, he did. He mentioned and he was, was working on that. Kind of low-key about it. It wasn't, it was a new pro- project that was going to release, and now look what's What's happened, right? And they didn't. I don't think anybody anticipated how popular that movie would be, and it's. I don't remember what the box office is now, but boy, it's sold. I mean, it, it's so many tickets. It's and it, I don't think it's. It's not even out yet on home video or, or a streaming or anything like that. So it's still being shown in theaters, and what a success that is. And Queen were such a, an influential band of the day, but their their instruments were super iconic. You know, if you if you remember, I may mention this probably later when Dell is here, but uh, Brian May, the guitar player in Queen, he he made his own guitar with his dad the design he created and the guitar he used for most of the queen hits was that guitar and created just an amazing distinctive uh, sound yes with that, that, that guitar. guitar with a vox ac30 amplifier was was the sound of queen guitar and uh wonderful stuff so we'll we'll get in deep with that with dell we've got a lot more stuff to talk about so we're happy you are joining mike and myself today from the nam show So we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, more cool products and information and stories about the creation of music. Here we are at the Music and Tech Show, the NAMM Show 2019, Pop Tech Radio, across the street from Disneyland here at the Anaheim Convention Center. So stay with us because we are coming right back. Cancer is the number one cause of death by disease for children in the U.S. today. Since the Austin Hatcher Foundation's birth in 2006, it has grown to provide unique programs to help the children and the families affected by pediatric cancer. Support begins at the time of diagnosis and continues throughout survivorship at no cost to families. Lives touched by the foundation continue to rise each day. But we need your help. Donate, volunteer, or partner with the Austin Hatcher Foundation. Learn how you can get involved. Visit HatcherFoundation.org for more information. Welcome back. We are at NAM. It's Pop Tech Radio 2019. Mike Edchart, Mike Castanon, talking tech. Yes. Our good friend, another, like, like I say, where he lives, he lives close to where we grew up. He is David Globke. He is uh, the uh, Director of Communications for Harmon Professional. That is correct. I, I wrote it down, but I can't read my own <laughs> handwriting. Why don't you look at my badge and I realize... There you go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's flipped in the right way. It's fli- they're flipping around. Yeah, I know. There you go. There's been a lot of these uh, chords this year. Just, That's uh, right. They lend themselves to the flip. And That's I exactly right. I, I, mine has been flipped around all day. So we just heard Heroes by David Bowie, one of my all-time favorite songs. That's funny because at dinner last night, we got into a long David Bowie oh, you did? Convert conversation. Yeah, and then like... Because one of the one of the jams on YouTube that I always kind of go to is he does a live performance of Heroes. I you know it's I have just, that on, it's uh, absolutely remarkable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw his last tour actually. Oh, you did? I saw him in Santa Barbara at the Santa Barbara County Bowl. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, it was stunning. So we are talking Harmon International, huge company, venerable brands. I don't use that word very often, but it's all true. Mm-hmm. Venerable brands, including JBL. That's correct. Harmon Carden. Mm-hmm. Eventide. No. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of brand. We got a lot of Keep brands. I, well, oh, well, well, listen. Yeah. Even on the professional solution side, yeah. so we have uh, we have JBL, uh, AMX, okay, um, yeah. for controllers, AKG, 
DBX, BSS for signal processing, Soundcraft, Studer. Oh, Soundcraft, of course. Yeah, and Studer. Yeah. yeah. You got it all. Tons ton of great consoles, great stuff, and now owned by Samsung. Yeah, yeah. That uh, We're coming up on our two-year anniversary yeah. of, of having been acquired by Samsung. And you're headquartered uh, in Southern California, in the San Fernando Valley. I've been to your facility and seen your experience. What's it called? The experience? Yeah. The, the, when yeah. you have all the products set up with stage lighting and professional PA systems and the consoles. You've got a roving truck that has your recording consoles that go around. Yeah. I mean, it's a serious company, and and of course, when you know when Mike and I are, are no kids, when we started playing, and you wanted speakers, if you could afford them, JBL. <laughs> the JBL stuff stands for James B. Lansing, yeah, a, a pioneer in the uh, in the audio world. The, yeah. He's been gone for many many years, yeah. and of course, he started with Alltech Lansing That's before right. he started his own company. And you know where he was before that? No. Yeah, he hailed from Salt Lake City, Utah. I did not know. Yeah, that. in the mid twenties, and him, you know, he was uh, a radio engineer, and he was building little components for radio speakers. Really? And so he relocated his family to Southern California because that was the epicenter for radio, radio, man- radio manufacturing. Well, soon before television, yeah. for radio stuff. Absolutely. Oh, so what year was this? So this is mid-20s. Wow. And then, um, so this year is the, ni- I believe, the 91st anniversary of uh, of um, of Jazz Singer, the first oh, talkie no movie. Kidding, the first talkie, that's right. Right. So, um, so he, um, so him and his family on uh, South McKinley in, in uh, South LA, mm-hmm. him and his family in the evening, they would be putting together uh, speaker parts and then take it to the factory for the general assembly, you know, later in, in, you know, during the afternoon. No kidding. And so what happened was that um, uh, MGM Studios. Uh, was so unhappy with the sound reinforcement for talking movies that they decided that they were going to try to you know put together a two-way speaker that's actually going to you know beat the technology that was out there at the time. And so what happened was um, the head of uh, MGM Sound put together a, um, a group of engineers. And born was that um, sheer Lansing horn, which is which oh, was yeah, yeah the, which stu- the high end side of the speaker. Yeah, that's and that's what kicked it all off. And then Western Electric got broken up by Antitrust, and so they had to spin off um, the, the motion picture industry. Or, or Western Electric had to spin off the sound technology, and born was Alltech Lansing. Is that right? Yeah. And then had had an Alltech Lansing. Why did James B. Lansing split from that? Or did he? He did split. Yeah, he eventually split from that organization. Um, I, I don't know the ins and outs, the business dealings uh, with yeah, Mr. Yeah. Lansing, but um, <laughs> I'm sure they were. But what spun wondering. out of it was, um, he, you know, he founded the company, uh, the JBL as we know it, in 1946, and then um, Sidney Harmon acquired JBL in 1969. So, okay, wow. So after uh, probably during the time when um, JBL uh, did all the sound reinforcement for Woodstock, so that's another anniversary we're coming wow, up on. That's right. This is the 50th anniversary. 50th anniversary. Anniversary of Woodstock. Woodstock. So Crown amplifiers were pumping sound into yes, those uh, JBL speakers for, and and, they, and and apparently there was a lot. There had to be a lot of development because at the time, I mean, there weren't big, you know, festivals like that. I mean, yes, such a, that was the first. Yeah. So JBL had to figure out how to actually provide that sound. So um, we we take some pride in feeling like you know. Everybody at the Woodstock got hurt. Absolutely. That's great stories. All right, I'm going to take a quick commercial break. We are talking to David Glaubke from Harmon International and their professional division. A lot of cool stuff hearing about the history of that. And we got more when we come back. It's Pop Tech Radio.
My dad is a proud doer, always building, repairing, or maintaining something. He relies on Craftsman tools, and I do the same. Today, Craftsman Mechanics tools, metal storage, and lighting are available from your favorite retailers. But that's only the beginning. A full line of retooled and refined products are on the way. Find your favorite store at Craftsman.com. And stay tuned for more big news from this trusted American brand. And we are back. It's Pop Tech Radio. Mike Edchart with Mike Kasten on at the NAM Show 2019. We've got our friend David Globke. He is the Director of Corporate Communications for Harman. Huge company. We're talking about Woodstock and all the wonderful products that are under the Harman International umbrella, owned by Samsung now. Crown amplifiers. And that was a Woodstock basically 50 years ago. They yeah. kind of had to start inventing what would eventually be festival sounds. Yeah. And that was the first one. And it was way different then than it is now. It sure is. It, yeah. And even in 2000, we iterated with the Vertec line, which is actually getting inducted to the Tech Hall of Fame here at NAM this year. Wow. Yeah. We evolved from the Vertec line of the sound array, and then we've got a new version of the VTX, the AA series, which is the RA12 sound reinforcer. That's a brand new product for us, but we're iterating. Yes. We've come a long way since what we were doing in Woodstock 50 oh, years ago. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I got to say, as a consumer of cool stuff, to my mind, uh, JBL. Boy, it's probably been 15 years ago. The first kind of consumer-level PA systems that were powered. JBL had the Eon series mm-hmm. that were fantastic. I still have a pair of Eon-powered speakers that are just—you cannot kill them. No. They are fantastic sounding speakers. They're stout. And that was the first, what we now know as active speakers, powered right. speakers, have the amplifier built in. Yeah. And they really got that whole ball rolling. They were yeah. the first company that did that. And I've, the upsell on a Fender amplifier was if you got it with JBL speakers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, even during the R&D phase, we have a facility, a power test room. So you talk about reliability and durability. So we do a four-day power test. So we absolutely just kill our speakers in these chambers. It really put them to the maximum. And we figure out how much can you put into those speakers before they fail and then keep going. There is no performance. There is nothing that you can do that can duplicate what we have already done to them. Right. And then when they roll off the manufacturing plant, we take them into a similar chamber and make sure that the what's rolling through is meeting the specifications from the engineers back in Northridge. It's rigorous. Oh, it's it's. Very and I've been rigorous. I've been on a tour actually of that facility and where they were with the testing of the speakers and yeah, and it's unbelievable. Yeah, we put a, we've got a, a UV chamber. Yeah, uh, we have ovens that we bake the parts, uh, shake plates in case your gears on a, on a tour. Yeah. If it's in the back of a semi-truck tour and that loses its suspension and it's shaking for 2,000 miles, your tour's going across country. That <laughs> Actually, when you open the door, these things are still working. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, and Mike and I talked about this in an earlier segment. How things are designed now is so dramatically different from the old days. And of course, so much with computer tools, you know, SolidWorks and all these programs that you design stuff in. In the old days, you basically would build a, a, a cabinet and see how it sounded. Yeah. If you didn't like it, you'd build another one you know and now the manufacturing efficiencies mm-hmm. are so much improved over even a generation yeah ago. And a great it's, example of that would be you know we have a 3d printer so we do rapid prototyping you know in the old days the engineers would draw it up on paper and have to send it out to get a prototype of a basket or something like that and we throw it onto the printer 
within anywhere from 12 to 48 hours, we've got a prototype and we're ready to do you know testing within that. So the idea is really to truncate that time on that R&D so we can be more nimble and get our products to market faster. Well, and as Mike and I have been talking about, when you look at how relatively inexpensive stuff is now, no matter what it is, what you get now for your money is so dramatically changed and improved over the last generation of products. Yeah. It's unreal. You know, So the quality has gone up. The size has gone down, the, the efficiency has gone up, the price has come down. It's, yeah. it's pretty stunning to be a consumer. Well, simplicity is a big message that we're leading with here at NAM, and really taking these uh, brands that we have, these world-class brands, and um, bring them into a solution, uh, and then finding new markets for it and make it simpler for people to use. So. An example of that would be a band doesn't want to go to a gig and they don't want to have to be front of house engineers for an hour and a half trying to get the mix right before they perform. They want to get there and be able to have a great mix. So we've got solutions for that. The JBL One series that we've just unveiled, I mean, that's in a situation where we're taking the legacy of the studio monitors all the way from the big you know, $20,000 M2s and then the 7 series and the 3 series. Yeah. The barrier to entry for yes. content creators, podcasters, and musicians there is no barrier to entry. No, there isn't because yes. because within oh, a couple hours you can cut, mix, and actually publish and distribute. Yes, and it's that fast. And so, how do you create solutions and product that support that? Yesterday, I was walking outside. I was near the, one of the airstreams out there, and there's a, a young woman, a singer songwriter, and she's. She's introducing her new song, and she goes, okay, this is a new song. It's going to be on my next album that's coming out in six years. <laughs> like, it was such a moment of honesty. So I was walking, I'm like, I wonder what her barriers were. You know, it could be that she's, you know, she doesn't come up with the songs, or yeah. maybe she's got technological I- issues, and she thinks that she needs to go into a studio, pay thousands and thousands of dollars for studio time to mix her album. And I kept thinking, it's like, no, 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 you, no it no. doesn't have to have be it that way. Week. Yeah. You can have it next week. And that is, again, the, the paradigm shift for content creators, mm-hmm. how the tools are here, the availability of uploading to some retailer or whatever to get it out to your audience it's yeah. dramatically different from a generation ago well and, it's, we and it's interesting because uh, one of the things we're doing on our booth is we're bringing in you know DJs and producers and young people who are doing this very thing and yeah. who are finding massive massive audiences on YouTube yeah. so you've got that group of people here at the show but then you've got a lot of the old timers they're like you know I used to do it old school right I used to have to try yeah. to find a, a record contract and that's, that's how right. I get my stuff got, And but then you see the young people and they're like, I see what they're doing, and I'm almost too embarrassed to ask how to do it because I feel like I need to be over there. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that we're trying to do in pro is like, you know, no, everybody can do this. And actually, we're making systems that are simpler to use where you just, you just go, man. Like, there's presets in there. You just go. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. So if folks want to find out more about the Harmon family of professional products, mm-hmm. what's the website? Pro.harmon.com. Pro.harmon.com. Yes. So Harmon is spelled H-A-R-M-A-N. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, David, it's been so nice to have you on the show. Can we do this again next year? Oh, absolutely. We'll do it anytime you want. On that note, we got to take a quick commercial break. We are coming back from NAM Pop Tech Radio. Black and orange, straight cats sitting on a fence. 
It's Dodge Performance Days, where that new car smell gets replaced by the scent of burned rubber. With Dodge Charger and its available best-in-class 485 horsepower, Dodge Challenger Hellcat Red Eye, with up to 797 horsepower and 707 pound-feet of torque, and the powerful seven-passenger Dodge Durango. Hurry in for great deals now at Dodge Performance Days. Ward's large regular car vehicle segment. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Welcome back, everyone. It is Pop Tech Radio. Mike Etchart, Mike Castanon, hanging at NAM 2019, our favorite time of the show. Because we have, we've just given you a new moniker, Dell. It's the NAM animal. It's Del Breckenfeld. Del, good to have you on the show. <laughs> Thank you. You so are, much. are the NAM animal because, uh, well, last year you were on the show. Let's start with we just heard Queen coming in. You talked about the movie, you were heavily involved in the Queen biopic. Uh, could you say safely that that exceeded expectations? It greatly exceeded expectations. Mm. We had no idea that movie was going to be that big. When we looked at the numbers on the movie, because every musician in the world has seen it like 10 times. Because totally. everyone I talk to at NAMM, they're like, oh my God, Boomin' Ramsey, have you seen it? And I'm like, well, I like to say that my company did all the main instruments. We were yes. the only one, but the hero instruments, the guitars and basses, were all custom made. We were so proud on the Red Special. That's Brian's Brian guitar, guitar that we actually had Burns pickups. The company Burns made the electronics. So oh, even wow. though Guild had made the guitars yeah. for a while, Brian always used Burns. So we contacted Barry Gitson, who owns Burns Guitars, got the pickups, wow. uh, the Music Man bass, the closing, the Fender bass, that's all custom made. Stuff. Wow. So we well, really, and, really and that's what Queen used in the day. And of course, Brian May's guitar, which he famously built with his dad. So that yeah. was not a production the, instrument. He That was a custom-made instrument by him. He, and called it was it, a, he called it the fireplace because him and his dad built it from the wood from, from the, the wood fireplace. From a fireplace. Pretty amazing. One of the songs in there, Radio Gaga, what's interesting is my wife is film commissioner, my wife Bettina, for Riverside County. And we were at uh, she permitted um, Stars Born. So, oh, that, so we were competing, yeah. like, who's got the bigger movie this year, you know, because yeah. uh, money-wise, she has the bigger movie. And by the way, <laughs> we were there for the recordings at Coachella and all that, because oh, she permitted. Yeah. And that was live, of course, as you know, Lady Gaga yeah. singing live. And we were pretty amazed. Um, and we're in there, like, a hundred times, because we're the computer-generated, you know, we're just standing there, and all of a sudden, there's like, you there's can't five really of see you it, or ten or two you, little yeah. tuft of gray hair, blonde, <laughs> sticking up, that's me. But Lady Gaga got her name from Radio, Radio Gaga. Gaga. Isn't that that's an amazing right. story? Yes, so right. the two biggest music movies of all time. And, you know, I had worked on Walk the Line and Jersey Boys, Love and Mercy. I'd go on and on. That thing you do, that's how I started. I've told that story. Uh, get on up, whatever. All these stories. But uh, this movie is going to green light a lot of movies. More You're going to see because Fox movies. already is like, okay, that's... We and, did. you know, and Bohemian Rhapsody is the number one... Uh, well, the album was number one on Hollywood Records because we worked yes. on a promotion. Brian signed a guitar. It was wow. actually a terrible thing, very cool. And uh, Vox is, I'm sure, celebrating the AC30s. That's like, right. You know, I Brian may use Vox year, AC30s. You know. That's right. A very That's famous right. guitar but, amplifier. But all the details. Um, I was at a party, and Taylor Hawkins was there from the Foo Fighters, and yeah. I'd never met him. I'd worked with them, but never him. And he goes, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody was really great, except the Ludwig drum kit, there were a couple things that weren't right. And I'm like, well, bless you. There's always somebody that, like, it probably a wing nut, you know. Right. And he's right. like, yeah, it was really close, but, you know, oh, but gosh. for the guitars and for, yes, we couldn't have been more pleased. Brian May even did an interview on how authentic everything was. And of course, Rami Malik, amazing 
performance. We couldn't. We were ecstatic. That's all I'm going to say. Well, what a fun movie to be associated with. And, yeah, and, and I saw Queen. I did. I, I did, I too. Was like, yeah, it, I saw him in the day. Yeah. And wasn't it amazing, too? Well, so. yeah. And to, to have seen Queen in the day was, it's almost inexplicable. It, you know, we both worked in the music business for a yes. long time. We've been to yes. a lot of concerts, all three of us. Yes. And when I sit back and say, you know, amongst the top five shows I've ever seen, one was Queen Live. They're up there. Certainly Hendrix for me, of course. Well, I, I, did, I missed Hendrix. That had yeah. to be, that was one of my first concerts. You were two, but you saw no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm getting up there in years, but I'm very proud that I'm still doing something, you know, sure. still active. And Queen, when I saw them, I had never seen a band like that. Bohemian Rhapsody had just come out, and they had the video that they couldn't reproduce the yeah. vocals. But in the movie, I loved when, you know, Roger Taylor, they're making him sing higher and higher, and I'm like, when you listen to those vocals, now you go back, I hear that song so differently. And Wayne's World had a big, you yeah, know, Brian will say, Wayne's World had a big part of the resurgence of Queen. The very famous and scene in the movie where they're all in the car singing all the parts of Bohemian Rhapsody. And that's why Paul Roger, we did Paul Roger's tour this summer, my company, Amplify Entertainment mm-hmm. Marketing. Yep. We did guitars, about 60 guitars for promotional guitars with their logo for Paul Rogers, and it was Bad Singer Company from Bad and all that. Yeah. And well, he's singing as great as ever. Uh, yeah. But his manager told us the story of After Wayne's World that they called Paul because they needed a singer, and they said there's so much demand. By the way, Bohemian Rhapsody is now the most downloaded song in history, as far wow. as I understand. So think about that. With yeah. all the hip-hop and Beyonce and all these wonderful Lady Gaga, great artists that you go back to these guys, you know, and of course they're touring this summer, so. Well, and when you listen to that song, you know, that song might not have ever gotten released now, you know, right. because it was so outside of the box at the time, but that was a time when there's just more freedom in terms of what you could yeah. release. And you had Led Zeppelin not really caring if they got AM radio, you know, they sure. were like an FM band at yeah. that time. And I think it was a glorious area of music, I think. Uh, people I talk to that collect vinyl that are my son's generation, he's 25, they're not nostalgic. I mean, they're going back to Pink Floyd. Beatles are still the number sure, one every year. They're going to Abbey Road this year. You got Woodstock coming with Hendrix, so uh, Experience Hendrix tours going out, so we're working on sponsorships with that. So it's an exciting year for me as well, because 69, I do remember it. <laughs> so 50 years later, it's like hard to yes, believe, you know. Hard to uh, believe. But I agree with you, and I'm, I'm just so pleased that they did such a great job on the movie. And, you know, Rami, he's up for Academy Award. The movie already won the Golden Globe. Yeah. So Rami, right. they won in Palm Springs. And Best Picture, isn't it? Also, yeah. yeah. Well, and it shows, again, this industry is not that big, but it fights in a weight class far above its size because yes. of, of the... And you've written a book called The Cool Factor. And, you know, you talk about how important music is to people's lives and the creation of music and guitars and the whole mystique. And here we are in Southern California, car culture, music culture. It just coalesces and you have that's a movie exactly. like Well, that's what the cool factor was supposed to be. The yeah. stamp of approval from Jimi Hendrix playing the Strat that was going to be discontinued. And I did get that story from George Fullerton, who, you know, big head I was Fender uh, blessed to meet him and, and talk to him about it. Oh, uh, yeah, they were going to, they didn't discontinue, but they're getting close. And all of a sudden, here's Hendrix burning and smashing a guitar. By the way, in the background, I love the fact that there's accordions. Totally. My mom's dream was me to be like Mylon LaFleur. Remember the guy in the Florence Welch show? Band. And I was right. so bad on it, and I just her dreams, you know. Except Lady of Spain, I think I could play, but I, you know, rock and roll was there and stuff. And so finally, she bought me a guitar for five dollars, a K guitar. Oh, there you go. And I was like, oh. And if I could have Pete Townsend, then, you know, the, the accordion, which I love accordion for all your accordion players. I don't know how many are out there, uh, well, uh, but it's so great listening to them. Getting, people are loving They're it. Absolutely. You know? Well, hang on to that thought because yeah. we're coming right back. We're talking to Del Breckenfeld. 
He is our Nam animal. Great, great guest we've had on many, many years. And Mike Castanon and myself, we're coming back from Nam 2019. Stay right where we are. Have you ever tried to plan a vacation and the hotel costs, airfare, and pet sitter all add up to one big never mind? Well, it's time to embrace the adventure and go RVing instead. GoRVing.com is your one-stop shop for all things RV camping. Browse the different types of RVs, find a rental agent or dealer near you, and compare the costs. Explore more than 16,000 RV parks and campgrounds nationwide, and even plan your menus for the trip. Find out what you've been missing at GoRVing.com. That's GoRVing.com. All right, that band you are listening to is Gambler, uh, Capitol Records artist. When did the record come out, Del? What year was that? Uh, 1979, 1980, and 81. We have All two right. albums. Yeah, so two that, albums yeah. on Capitol. That's right. So Del, the Nam Animal, uh, has been, well, you worked in the music products industry. You're working now in the movie side of things. You were a recording artist yourself. Last year, you told us about a Gambler reunion yes. based out of Chicago. We and were so nervous. We announced it on your show, actually. You did? That's you right. I just found out, and it was perfect timing to say it. So Perfect. And, and yeah. the show went well? It sold out. We were as surprised as anyone else, and we raised money, thousands of dollars, for music education, scholarship program in awesome. Chicago. Uh, through my daughter, Holly, and her husband, Andy, they managed the largest school of rock in the world. So, nice. But they want to do, you know, school of rock's expensive for, yeah. for kids, so they have a scholarship program for Wonderful. you know talented kids and yeah. so it would, my band everybody donated their time and energies and um, it was hard on my voice because we were kind of like we used to tour with sticks so we had those big oh, those and everything yeah. and one day my wife comes home from work and I'm practicing bass and she goes yeah, that's boring this is like a bass player she goes I don't mind that but you're looking at your reflection in the TV <laughs> the TV and I go I'm no I wasn't she goes yes you were like, well I had to look good too you know what I mean but anyway so we're looking at May 25th at a club called Wire right outside of Chicago and Berlin nice. so right. maybe when people hear this uh, if they go to that website but you know our fans will come out. Some of our fans are like, I don't drive anymore. And oh, I'm like, oh my boy. God. No, that's, <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, that's I don't bad. drive anymore. That's bad. Well, that's very There exciting. is Uber, you know. Now, we also wanted to mention you're working with another product this year, a new product, right? Yeah, we have a couple new products. Uh, Roland is one of our clients, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of, I mean, you know, because of Bohemian Rhapsody in the film side, we work with all the companies because sure. uh, what we call product placement, but it's just product integration, as it were. But Roland has been developing some great products. One of them is called a tone capsule, and what it is, is it reconfigures your amp. It looks like a tube. I've never like seen anything like tube? this before. It looks yeah. like a vacuum tube, and it's, you know, USB, but it reconfigures your amp to the exact settings of an artist. So oh. we are working with some artists right now. People like a lot of the old Fender artists and stuff, Eric Johnson, who... Uh -huh. The stories about Eric Johnson are true. I mean, I've He is seen known him. as an incredibly meticulous, meticulous person that comes to his equipment. As a joke, we moved the cords on the back of his amp and didn't tell him. He starts, he's at soundcheck and he goes, wait a minute, what's up? And he goes by behind the amp and starts replugging cords. He has a chair on tour with him. That's the only chair his amp sounds right when it sits on it. And he's not making his stuff up. Yeah, he's a yeah. wonderful gentleman. Uh, but he's doing it. Uh, Robin Ford, which was one of our artists, did a lot of mine, stuff with Catalina. Yeah. Uh, another great artist. Yes. Uh, so 
saw Skunk Baxter, a longtime oh, friend that I worked yeah. with, the Skunk the Caster back at Fender. Dan. So this tone capsule is just an amazing. It's not a toy. It's not a cheap item. I don't. I don't know. Retails over two hundred dollars, uh, but it's absolutely amazing. But that's dirt cheap, by the way. For that, <laughs> yeah, for that. Yeah. And so you know, like, remember, you know, Line Six, another company sure. we love and work with, but they do the modeling and Amp stuff. Modeling, Fender does yeah. that with the Mustang. But this thing is so amazing. So imagine the artist from history as well. That as long as you have the original specs from the producer or the artist, yeah. you know, if they passed away, it's going to be the producer engineer, and they can dial that right in. So it's a, a major, major technology, technology wow. jump. And I know you guys love the technology. Oh, I'm of course. Pretty old school. I was a bass player. I had an SVT. You know, I put a Fender amp in SVT, <laughs> and I never touched Ampeg it the rest SVT. of the night. You know, I had one pedal that I could do phasing and yeah, whatever. Yeah, right, was right. Ready. It was uh, Tom Schultz from Boston. Oh, from I had that pedal. I had the bass one in my solo. In fact, I'm walking the streets. The solo is. Oh, there, there you go. But that's which, my only which you're thing. You're going to hear. I wow. was the cord into the amp, the amp into the wall. Well, and we, you know, Mike and I started this conversation. The the, the old uh, the Ampeg SVT amp, maybe one of the most iconic bass amplifiers. And the joke was SVT stood for severe vertebra trauma because they were so heavy, enormous. And, you know, here we are surrounded by all this wonderful gear and nobody's humping gear like that anymore because you don't need to. I had 16 tens and an 18 inch (laughs) bass reflex cabinet and it would move across the stage, you know, when we were playing. But those were the days. But my hearing is gone because of that. So I'm also going to admit being next to the drummer and having monitors. I mean, we toured with Foreigner. We toured with Dire Straits. REO Speedwagon took us on the biggest shows. All these great Midwest bands. Played for 25,000 people two nights in a row with REO. Uh, Cheap Trick was just coming out. Elvis Costello. I mean, but you had monitors. There were no in-ears. So when you had all the vocals, you know, you're telling the guy, I can't hear myself. They're turning up and up and up. So anyway. Well, you're you're lucky you have any hearing. I, I know. I say that. I tell my wife when I don't hear and understand. I said, I have proof that it's not you. <laughs> I was it's in my rock hearing. and roll bands yeah, yeah. in the 80s, for crying out loud. But anyway, but well, it's exciting, yeah. and I think there's going to be great things this year for us. A lot of things that we planted the seeds last year, you know, and I'm not boasting about the things that we do, but I just, I'm blessed to still yeah, be well, in the congrats industry. congrats on Bohemian Rhapsody. Boy, that was a great, great uh, yeah. feather in your cap. So folks want to find out more about your company. What's the website? Yes, well, there's a company called Music Depot LA, and that's placement. We keep that separate. But that's under the agency, Amplify Entertainment Marketing, which is AmplifyEM.com. And my partner, Bob Lundblad, he's been a long time, worked with my wife on concert promotion. We've been together three years, and he's just brilliant. I'll never be that business guy, but the combination of the two of us, you know, and he's very creative as well. Uh, That's what you see. We go to the website, you see we'll do a lot of charity stuff as well. So you see a lot of good things, working with Van Morrison on a charity, signing, you know, just simple things, signing guitars donating stuff from artists. The so power of music. You'll see all that on the, on awesome. the website. All right, and don't forget, Dell also has a book, The Cool Factor, available on Amazon. It's been Amazon, out for a long time. It's been out a long time. i got to get a new one. My publisher's like, he always says, he goes, I want an Oprah book club. And I'm like, Oprah's book club's still around, you know. But he thinks I can write something. Uh, I mean, marketing is great, but yeah. he thinks there's much more to talk about. Well, we're going to have now, lots of, all right. Just, yeah. Well, we'll have much more to talk about. And don't forget to check out that, uh, if you're in the Chicago area, Gambler Reunion in Yeah, Mike and Mike, love you guys. Thank you always for the forum. Good having you here. All right, with that, we're going to retire, Mike. It's time. It's the end of another show. Oh, my goodness. What a fantastic year this was, right? It was. It's so great to hear from from Dell. Absolutely. And the prognosis that we're going to see future products and movies like Bohemian Rhapsody and The Star is Born and things like that coming forward. Awesome. All right, folks, stay with us because we are coming right back. 
us on Twitter and Facebook at Pop Tech Radio. No one ever said, give it a bit. No one ever said, give it less. We say, give it everything. The world wasn't built by half measures, by the half-hearted. So when we set out to build our boldest SUV ever, we didn't hold anything back. Introducing the all-new Telluride. Kia. Give it everything. Expected spring 2019 in limited quantities. show is presented in part by Bridgestone. We're passionate about making tires you can count on to perform when it matters most. Now, here's your host. Welcome back, everybody. This, of course, if you don't know the song, Where Have You Been? ACDC Back in Black. It's almost 40 years ago this song was recorded, uh, back in 1980. One of the biggest selling albums of all time. And of course, it has the Young Brothers, Angus, and uh, now the late Malcolm Young playing guitar on that. And for that track, uh, produced by Mutt Lang, by the way, uh, uh, Angus Young was using a Gibson SG guitar, an early 60s SG, that's the model name, through a Marshall Stack amplifier. That is the crunchy sound of goodness in the land of guitars and that's that's kind of the sound that everybody if you're a guitar player you aspire to that sound it is just it's such a great s- sound and and I bring that up of course because here on my last segment at NAM just kind of talking about some of the the highlights that I saw um, but one of the kind of the feel-good stories is that of Gibson Guitars the maker of Angus's Gibson SG early 60s version in guitar land, if you're a fan of guitars, you might know that the big three, the three sisters, the big brands are Gibson, Fender, and Martin. And Gibson is kind of the middle child. Gibson was founded back in 1902. Uh, Martin is the elder statesman, the, the founded in 1833, and Fender's the new kid on the block, Fender, uh, founded back in, 19, in the 40s or so. Uh, Gibson, actually well-known for both their electrics and acoustics. And so they've been around for a long time. Um, but Gibson, to be kind, I suppose, I, I guess I could say they kind of lost their way in the last, let's say, couple of decades. And really in the last decade, they alienated their dealers and they were run by, uh, uh, by principally by one guy. And he really wanted to make Gibson a consumer electronics company. So always having come up, coming up with some new tech ideas that guitar players weren't really interested in. And then they, uh, Gibson acquired a number of brands, Onkyo for one and TIAC, and, and that really drug the company down. And so uh, Gibson, again, was, was they were still making good guitars, but a lot of the stuff they were making, because when you're a guitar player, you really only want those iconic uh, models from basically the 50s and the 60s. Gibson was still making those, but they were 
not exactly period correct and, and they were making new models that people weren't interested in. So a lot of people's frustration with Gibson over the years has been just kind of really in the last decade, let's say. And so those acquisitions of consumer electronics companies really dragged the company down. So last year they had to file bankruptcy. So they have come out of bankruptcy. They are run now by a guy named James Curley or Curley. Uh, he goes by JC. He came from Levi's and the big news at NAM. Uh, Gibson wasn't even at NAM last year. They were back uh, in a big way this year, showing lots of their classic instruments. And uh, everybody was ecstatic. So uh, we start with ACDC with Angus Young's SG. And I'm telling you now about Gibson and their, their basically comeback. So it's going to be fun to watch them here in 2019 as they kind of emerge a new company. It's very exciting. And then the other thing I saw that I loved was a new digital piano from Casio, the S3000. And if you're a, a piano player, check it out. It's fantastic. Sounds amazing. Great built-in speakers. And it's only $800, which in the world of, of uh, musical instruments is really inexpensive. And the digital technology in this new Casio is stunning. And again, it's just $800. Bucks. You know, I remember days when a good digital piano was 4000 now they're down to 800. So we have really, really come to a time when, uh, again, the cost of everything has just dropped and the quality and the realism has, has, is immense. And it's just a great time to be interested in playing music. So thanks again for listening to all of our uh, extended coverage of the NAM show. We hope you enjoyed it. It's been just a blast to hang out. It's always a fun. It's my favorite trade show. And as you probably heard me say, I've been there so many years in a row almost uh, every year in the last 30 years or so. So do you want to say some thank yous? I want to also give a big, big shout out to our friends at Radio America, Mike Paradiso and Jenny Ditas and all those great folks, the cool kids at Radio America that help get us out to all the different stations around the country. Also want to thank Joanne Bolden for helping me keep all of these people straight at the NAM show. I really appreciate that. And of course, Cody Castleberry for making me and making my life easy. <laughs> he makes it all easy here at uh, Pop Tech Radio. So, for Popular Technology Radio, I'm Mike Etchard. Thanks for listening in. Have a great day, and we will see you next time. Everybody wants it. Everybody needs it. This show is brought to you by ERN. The Entertainment Radio Network. Check it out at ERNlive.com. Everybody needs it. The big news from Subaru is the all-new three-row Ascent. It's the biggest SUV from Subaru ever. There's room for seven or eight passengers with a choice of second-row captain's chairs or bench seating. It'll tow up to 5,000 pounds. It has the interior space you need for your whole crew. And it gets you where you want to go with the safety of a Subaru, including standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. The all-new three-row Subaru Ascent. Love is now bigger than ever. Maximum towing capacity varies by trim level, and trailer brakes may be required. See your retailer for details.